Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guests' spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. guest today for Song of the Soul is James Schatower. James grew up a preacher's kid in Iowa, fell in love with music along the way, and has made his living for the last couple decades as a musician, with the specialty of performing for families and young children under the name Mr. Jim. James, I'm very pleased to have you here on Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It's good to talk to you. I know that you're not originally from the Minneapolis area, James, but you've been based there a long time. How long have you been situated there? Uh, in 1979, I moved up to Minneapolis and had my start really at a radio station. So I picked up a, a magazine that was advertising a local community radio station. I called them up and did kind of a little audition with them, and they put me on the air and That was kind of my start in Minneapolis back in 79. And what kind of music were you doing back then? I think I'd characterize it as basically folk music uh, with uh, influences of rock and jazz, mostly playing to adults at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. So give me an example of a song you did back then. I enjoyed playing a song, Much Too Little of You, kind of a sort of a bluesy rock tune that I wrote for my grandmother who (laughs) moved down to Florida way too soon in my life and I I missed her a lot and so I wrote her this rock and roll tune called Much Too Little of You. Even had the pleasure when I got married I had the pleasure of bringing her out on the dance floor and actually dancing with her to that tune. It was a, a highlight for me in music and relationships coming together. That sounds like a great conjunction of parts of your life. You said you moved up to Minneapolis. Where did you move from? I moved up from basically uh, Decorah, Iowa, where I graduated from Luther College. The coffee house there brought in a lot of musicians playing folk music, and many of them were from the Twin Cities. And I cornered a few of them to sort of get their take on what life was in Minneapolis for musicians and also to get them to listen to me to see if I had the right stuff to try out a career in music. Basically got good feedback. When I graduated in 79, I had to make a decision between my degree in elementary education or entertainment, and I followed my heart into music. 
and you've been a musician ever since, making your living that way? Well, there certainly has been jobs that have supplemented my income. I have been a roofer, I have worked in a deli, I have done substitute teaching, and I would say in 1987 I started to let go of day jobs and became employed as a musician. That's a lot of years making a living in an industry where it's not obvious to make a full-time living by it. Was it a sure thing all the way through? No, there were times when it was hard to patch it all together. Uh, However, when I had the fortune of running into a gentleman who had a business up in the cities providing music for preschoolers, he was overrun with business and, and couldn't do it all. And I was actually at a point where I was starting to think maybe it was time to give up on this idea of being a folk musician, singer, songwriter, driving around the Midwest in my car by myself. It actually wasn't too glamorous, and I decided to take a look at reviving my teaching degree, and I was uh, substitute teaching in preschools. And I ran into this fellow who needed someone desperately to take over some of his business, so suddenly I went from substituting back into the music business Except this time, instead of a room full of adults, I was sitting on the floor with preschoolers and kindergartners and learning their hearts and their spirits and what they enjoyed in music. So I, after a year with that gentleman, I went out on my own as Mr. Jim. The kids couldn't pronounce my last name. In fact, I I remember a little girl taking me by the hand as we were walking down her school hallway, and she looked at me and said, Mr. Jim, is your last name a compound word? And it was at that point that I knew I needed to make a switch to something that was easier. Uh, Tower is kind of a difficult last name, so the kids call me Mr. Jim. Wow, a compound word for a last name. Well, talking about kids and youth, maybe we can move over to the first song that you've selected for your Song of the Soul. You want to tell us about it and how it relates to your spiritual path, your journey? Well, I chose this one for, I think, a number of reasons. One, it it speaks of the parent-child relationship. It really is a lullaby being sung to a child. I'm very grateful for the foundation that I received from my parents. I came into the world and basically was introduced to a friendly world through my parents' love affection, shelter, and encouragement. I grew to believe that the world was a safe place. From that foundation of safety and nurture, I I feel like I've been able to make the kind of connections that have helped me along in this journey of mine. This song actually was written one night when I was having trouble going to sleep and feeling a little bit lonely, and I, I decided to create a lullaby for myself. And I think I drew upon the memory, the body memory of special times with my parents tucking me in every night. So from that, I sang myself to sleep. Does this experience, this kind of cradle-in-the-arms experience, does that evoke religious, spiritual images for you, you know, leaning on the everlasting arms, that kind of thing? I think in the moment of a parent holding their child close, close enough that heartbeats are side by side and breath is being shared. There's a quiet moment when this experience seems very singular and, and special. In that kind of mix, there is a divinity that arises in the alchemy of, of breath and sound heartbeat and rocking. I think it does evoke something sacred. So in that way, yes, I I think there is some goodness or, or godness in a lullaby experience. Well, I think that's the introduction we need to take us into the song. So we're going to listen here to Forever Always. It's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul. His name is James Shatower. Close your eyes, time to rest 
I will watch you through the night. The moon will take us to another day. Little child of my heart, do you know the love I have for you? Remember, dear, I'll be here always, forever, always, always, forever, always. James, in introducing that song, you talked about the incredible nurture that you got from your family. Where is it that you grew up with them? I was born in Council Bluffs, Iowa, which is across the Missouri River from Omaha. And were you city folk or were you country folk? Oh, very much in town. We lived next door to the church that my father worked at, and it actually kind of became an extension of my playground. I remember going over to the church often to mess around uh, under the pews. I used to climb underneath the pews and kind of use it as a jungle gym as I pushed myself down the wooden floor to the altar. It was it was a lot of fun to have the church next door, and I think very much so the, the church became a nest for me to be in touch with music and to have opportunities to sing in the choir and then I learned how to play guitar and since I was the only one that knew how to play guitar I was suddenly a leader of our youth choir in my high school days. Anyway, yeah, I grew up next to the church. And was this a Lutheran church, I'm guessing? Yes. And you said your father worked there so he was a preacher at the church? Yes, he's very much a a pastor and uh, is retired now, although he uh, is sought out still for his wisdom and experience. And was it very hard for you growing up a preacher's kid? Did this mean you had to be a saint or something like that? Uh, You know, I've heard lots of stories about preacher's kids supposedly being wild, people uh, uh, needing to break out of the mold that they were pushed into, but that wasn't my experience. I think there were some expectations that were laid down in my family experience, yet I felt like I had freedom to roam, both in this physical world and and in the choices that I made in school as far as subject matter and activities that I got involved in. There was freedom to roam and freedom to express myself. I found myself pursuing poetry. I found myself pursuing modern dance. I also was an athlete. I would go outside by myself at a fairly young age and just go out into the woods and down to the river and mess around looking for fossils and rocks. Well, you know, that wandering out to explore the world, you know, that could be the basis for a song, couldn't it? (laughs) 
Yes, I know where you're headed. I have a song that ties into this going out. There were times in my high school life where some of my peers were making choices as far as using drugs or vandalism or just getting into mischief. And I found myself sometimes having to make choices where I, I had to leave leave that crowd behind and there I was needing to find out what to do with myself and I found a sanctuary uh, north of Ames, Iowa in my high school years. It's called McFarland Park and I would go there by myself, sometimes with a good friend. Uh, It was a place where I found some comfort and some sense of belonging during those confusing times of having to make hard choices about what crowd to follow. Many years afterward, I wrote this song. Some of it inspired, it's not mentioned directly in the song itself, but I had a what I would call a mystical experience at McFarland Park where I was walking along a trail and I started running into uh, piles of flint chips. And I had an interest um, most of my life in archaeology and I thought that I might be in the middle of a arrowhead workshop and I knew in my reading that it took at least seven attempts uh, with one piece of flint chip to uh, actually arrive at a finished arrowhead so there were lots of broken and thrown out uh, attempts along the way and so I, I felt that that's probably what I was looking at and lo and behold I did start running into arrowheads that were half finished or broken in some way and I kept looking thinking that I was going to find a whole one but those were probably once they were finished were fashioned to to arrows and were no longer in the workshop but anyway I gave up I was sitting on a stone rather worn out from my crawling around on my knees and I kind of went into a daydream and when I came out of it, I was looking at a patch of green moss that the sun was lighting up, and a voice in my head said, lift the moss. So I went over and I I peeled the moss away, and behind it was black earth with a white arrowhead looking right at me. It astounded me. I've carried that arrowhead around ever since then, and in fact, I wear it around my neck all the time. And what do you attribute that voice to, the voice that told you where to look for that arrowhead? I think it's the voice that helps me find lyrics for songs. It's a voice that's gotten me into trouble, and it's also led me uh, to wonderful places. I I was driving home from Target one day, and I was going the regular route back home, and I came to this intersection, and there was this kind of village of houses underneath some power lines that I I never ventured into. But that voice, a little bit louder this time, uh, told me to take a right. It was almost like someone was sitting in the back of the car shouting at me, and I was a little bit taken aback, but I suddenly found myself taking a right. I came to the end of the street, and sure enough, here was a trail going through the dead end out into this marsh and then out into a meadow and a hillside that had a wonderful view and it became kind of my secret place to go to I never ran into anybody even though there was a path leading there and so this voice it comes to me in in different ways and I think for different reasons often in my dreams I get ideas and music for songs I think some of the songs that might be coming ahead are songs that have come out of dreams. You mean like this next one, The Wonder of It All? Yeah, a a dream is mentioned in the song. This song came partly out of a meditation that I went into one day. So uh, I would say semi-dreamlike at least. Well, so should we listen to the song? Yeah, let's do it. This is The Wonder of It All by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, James Shatower. Far out in the country There's a place I like to go The highway turns to gravel 
Then I walk in from the road Where a narrow pathway leads me Going up and down a slope A place where I can find myself A place where I find hope And I hear the song of love In everything I see Oh, I hear it in the wind that blows And in the flowing stream And I'd stay here if I could By this waterfall Listening to the wonder of it all One day I lay down on the hillside And I drifted in a dream I saw a woman standing in the middle of a stream And her hands were reaching outward To the sky as if to pray Then turning round her eyes met mine These words I heard her say Oh, I hear the song of love In everything I see Oh, I hear it in the wind that blows And in the flowing stream And I'd stay here if I could By this waterfall Listening to the wonder of it all And there comes a time for leaving And there comes a time to cry Though I do not feel like grieving now And I do not say goodbye For I'm taking in this beauty And I'm making it a part Of this melody that's with me now Living in my heart For I hear the song of love In everything I see Oh, I hear it in the wind that blows And in the flowing stream And I'd stay here if I could By this waterfall Listening to the wonder of it all Oh, I'd stay here if I could By this waterfall Listening to the wonder of it all sounds like you have some really meaningful times in those quiet places. Since you're not in Council Bluffs, Iowa anymore, where do you find that kind of space to hear that voice these days? I think the natural world for me is like my always available best friend. I think when I'm looking for company and maybe having a hard time finding it, I hear that voice that just says, just step outside. And then, in a totally different way, I have found uh, that voice speaking to me as I sit in front of a blank screen at the computer. Uh, It used to be a piece of paper, but now I sit down often in front of the computer and just let something come out of the emptiness. Lately, I've been commissioned to come up with some ideas. Uh, 
one project in particular has been a lot of fun has been a retired school teacher that found me on the internet and she's developing a reading curriculum and there's 100 words that kids learn at the beginning 100 building block words and she wants me to write a song for every word and so like words like it and on and all and I've been sitting with these little words and just kind of asking them to speak to me and I've just been having having a ball one of my favorite ones uh, a shy little eye said to the tea could you come closer come closer to me and so the tea did lickety split and now they're together that's it that's it <laughs> and so uh, lately that's been my meditation to sit at the computer with a blank screen and, and talk to these little words. Well, let's move on to your next song in your Song of the Soul. It's called Finding Love. So, where does this song come from for you? Well, Finding Love uh, came out of some of the weather that we've been having lately, actually. Uh, it was a, a spring thaw day absolutely beautiful and it was just stirring my soul in a way that uh, I think I was just feeling the love of being alive I really just uh, was following the euphoria of a spring day and some words tumbled out so uh, finding love came about that way that day well I'm all for a spring thaw day so let's listen to the song it's called Finding Love, and it's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, James Shatower. You plant a seed, watch it grow. What will it be? You may never know. You have a need, then let it show. Open up your heart. Let someone know If you love your life You will use it Living and giving for today Cause if you keep your heart You will lose it Don't be saving for a rainy day Finding love means giving it away Love was never kept in a tomb Behind a wall Or inside a room so never try to keep it in You will lose the fight You'll never win If you love your life You will use it Living and giving for today Cause if you keep your heart You will lose it Saving for a rainy day Finding love means giving it away And when you find someone That you love along the way Make sure you tell them Each and every day So plant a seed, watch it grow What will it be? You may never know You have a need, then let it show Open up your heart Let someone know If you love your life 
living and giving for today Cause if you keep your heart you will lose it Don't be saving for a rainy day Don't be saving for a rainy day Finding love means giving song feels almost like a spring or a summer day coming over me. The next song that you've chosen is called So Many Colors, and that makes me think of autumn. But I don't think this song is about those kind of colors, is it? No, I. this song I, I think I would call a spiritual haiku for, for my spirituality. So Many Colors refers to the many ways that life is expressed that a connection to something greater than ourselves is arrived at in many ways I like the phrase that God has many faces I wouldn't want to say too much I like the listener to paint their own uh, impression of what these words uh, mean to them but it was meant to be a song that talks about um, how wide our arms can be stretched to include everyone and everything and every way of being. Well then, maybe we better just let our listeners hear the song and capture their own image of that thing that's so much bigger than us. The song is called So Many Colors by James Shatower. So many colors, yet one light. stars and yet one night so many people coming from the gift of birth so many planets yet one earth so many Yet one tree So many rivers Yet one sea So many ways To see the light Shine from above So many hearts Yet one love So many voices Yet one song So many choices Yet none wrong So many grains of sand up the ocean shore in every shell the ocean roar so many colors yet one light 
James, the way that you speak in that song about the touches of the divine all over, it strikes me that this doesn't sound like mainline, mainstream Lutheran doctrine. Do you still think of yourself as Lutheran, or what is your religious, spiritual identity like today? I think for me, my spiritual life is a tapestry of different threads. There is the thread of the, the traditional church that I grew up in that will always be in my bones and, and in my memory. And then other threads came into my life as well. The thread of my creativity. My creativity seems to be a conversation with something that's outside of me or beyond me or something that runs through me from another, from a deeper river. And so my creative life seems to be a life that happens outside of any religion or, or gathering. It's more of a private conversation with divinity. Another thread of mine, which is kind of a revival of a earlier time in my life, when I was little, I loved to dance, just totally in my joy as a mover and a shaker at that age. And dance became more of a courtship uh, ritual in my teenage college years and less of a self-expression of, of what's inside of me. But lately, in my midlife, I have found again dance in the activity called interplay. Uh, if people want to find out about interplay, uh, interplay.org will get you there and tell you all about it. But for me, it's an activity that is based on playfulness that allows and it encourages improvisation in movement, storytelling, and music making, all happening and, and created in the moment. Uh, a very dynamic and fun activity to be involved in, and I've, I have uh, a dozen or more people in the Twin Cities area that I gather with three to four times a week to do interplay. I've had many, many experiences that have felt sacred as I have both been active in that expression and also in witnessing it. It may just be my intuition on overdrive, but I'm imagining that the next song that you chose for your Song of the Soul has something to do with interplay. Common Play is a song that I wrote at a interplay conference. I, I woke up one morning and I, I just had this little scenario in my head uh, as I woke up of scientists discovering that at the center of everything is this little piece of paper with something written on it and I was curious as to where this was going to lead and it led to this song uh, called Come and Play I sang it that day for one of the founders of Interplay uh, Cynthia Winton Henry as soon as I got done singing it, she said, oh, would you please sing this to the group tonight? And it ended up being quite a, a moving experience as people heard me trying to capture the essence of interplay. And it since has become the anthem adopted by the organization of interplay. Well, that's an impressive testimonial to your gift of song. Let's listen to it. The song is Come and Play by James Shatower. Thank you. 
someday we will discover inside of everything there's a tiny piece of paper with a message we can sing so small that we can't read it though it's written in our hearts just close your eyes and feel it that's when the singing starts come and play come and sing and let love be your partner as you move with everything having joy making peace giving birth to Inside of you and me And it made it in the papers It made it on TV And it went to every country For all the world to see Leaders made a declaration This is how it can be sung With a child from every nation Singing in their native tongue Come and play Come and sing And let love be your partner As you move with everything Having joy, making peace, giving birth to the dancing inside of you and me. Come and play, come and sing, and let love be your partner. listening to Song of the Soul, and I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet. The song you just heard is called Come and Play. It's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul. His name is James Shatower, and his stage name, when he's doing programs for young families, for children, is Mr. Jim. You can find him at his website, m-i-s-t-e-r-j-i-m dot net, mrjim.net. You know, James, I figure with all these programs that you do with children, you have a tremendous opportunity to convey values, to nurture values in them. Are there any particular values that you seek to instill in your young audiences? Peace has been a word that's starting to weave itself into my music more now than before, and I I think that's for a number of reasons. I think the wars that our country and our world has experienced lately have gripped us all in different ways. And no matter what side of the fence people are on, I think peace is is a goal that I think we all can agree on. So peace becomes kind of the town square that we can go to and find each other. And I've been asked recently to get a kids' choir together Uh, for a a Nobel Peace Prize conference uh, festival that's held at Augsburg College uh, coming up next month. Kids gather from different schools 
to learn about Nobel Peace Prize winners and about peace, and I was asked to be an artist in residence at a school where we're uh, learning and creating music that we'll perform for the whole assembly. And peace is definitely in the lyrics of a couple of the songs that we're going to sing. And I, I think the next one we have on this program may be one of the songs that will come up that day. Well, I think you're right. According to the list you've given me, the next song that you've selected to share is called Be the Peace. Where does this song come from, and what significance does it have for you? One day the phrase, Be the Peace You Want in the World, came by. It's often heard. I think it's a phrase that came from Gandhi. I think it was around Martin Luther King's birthday that I uh, decided to put this song together. And so there's a little bit of Gandhi in it. There's a little bit of Martin Luther in it. There's a little bit of Africa in it. I had the wonderful experience of this song almost kind of physically becoming manifested in front of me when I was asked to give a concert on the island of Kauai for a thousand children sitting in a courtyard, and they were celebrating peace. They were celebrating Martin Luther King for a whole week. When I got there on this outdoor stage, they had a big picture of Gandhi on one side of the stage and then a big picture of Martin Luther King on the other side. And behind me was a banner of handprints of different colors making a rainbow. And in front of me were children that came from different parts of the world in their ancestry. It was just this beautiful rainbow in front of me as well as behind me and we sang this song so it was just an incredibly beautiful experience of this song finding such a mirror in the world well the time has come for every war to cease be the peace you want in the let compassion flow, let our love increase Be the peace you want in the world Be the peace, be the peace Be the peace, be the peace Be the peace, be the peace be the peace you want in the world. Can you hear the words of Martin Luther King? Be the dream you want in the world. You can be the song that lets freedom ring. Be the dream you want in the world Oh, be the dream Be the dream Be the dream Let freedom ring Be the dream Be the dream Be the dream you want in the world can be the dance for all that shines above Be the light you want in the world We can be the answer that we're dreaming of Be the light you want in the world Oh, be the light Be the light Be the light let it shine so bright Be the light Be the light Be the light you want in the world Be the dream you want in the world Be the peace you want in the world
what a wonderful song. That was Be the Peace, and it's by James Shatower, who is our guest today for Song of the Soul. James, we're running down on time, and I think you've got one more song for your Song of the Soul. What did you pick for your concluding song? Well, this song also came out of my experience in Kauai. One morning, I was waking up from a dream, and in that dream, I was surrounded by some Hawaiian, they seemed like medicine medicine women, for lack of a better term. I think on the island, they're called kahunas. Uh, I was surrounded by them. I was lying on the ground, and they were singing to me this beautiful, beautiful melody. And when I woke up, I still had at least the crux or the core of the song still in my head. And I ended up writing this song called With Aloha. I was able to enter it into a songwriting contest on the island of Kauai, and it did place in the category of contemporary Hawaiian. I got third place. It was quite an honor and quite a rush and and uh, really challenged my nerves getting up in, in front of people that had been on, on the island for many years, and I was just this new guy on on the island. And Anyway, it, it was a thrill. And what's it about? Simply stated, it's, it's about saying goodbye, but also realizing that when we say goodbye, there's parts of ourselves that get attached and remain with the ones that we are leaving. I think our hearts are like wet clay, and when we run into people and let them touch us, they leave their print and the texture of that print can always be accessed again and again. And so, in, in, in some ways, we never really leave each other. And I think that's what this song talks about. It seems like it might be a good time to allow this song to leave its imprint on us. The song is With Aloha by James Shatow. Let us have a fun farewell there is joy in knowing we have come this far. You have let me in your heart. There is joy in knowing who you truly are. And I will Thank you.
It's a beautiful song, James. It certainly looks like Kauai has left its imprint on you. I wish we had more time for you to share more of your music, but we're about finished here. I thank you for sharing all of your beautiful songs and the tapestry that you've woven for us. I remind folks that if they want to hear more of your music, they can go to your website. It's mrjim.net. And Mr. is spelled out, M-I-S-T-E-R-J-I-M dot net. Thanks again, James, for joining us and for sharing your music with us and with the world. You're welcome, Mark. You've been listening to a Song of the Soul interview with James Schatower. You can hear this program again via my website, northernspiritradio.org, where you can find a list of the songs that were played here and other helpful links. Song of the Soul is produced by Mark Helpsmeet. If you'd like to share your Song of the Soul with the listeners of WHYS-FM radio, please contact me via my email address, helpsmeet at usa.net. That's H-E-L-P-S-M-E-E-T at usa.net. And please join me Sundays at 11 a.m. for Song of the Soul. You can be So